This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Hey, welcome to today's episode of War Room Moments. I'm your podcast host, Jason Miller. And today I have Kim with us today, and she is going to drop awesome all over you. Um, Kim, can you take just a couple minutes and introduce yourself and tell us what your superpowers are? Absolutely. First of all, Jason, thank you so much. This I'm so happy to be here. And um, I'm Kim Wells Ely. I am the CEO of KWE Publishing. I pronounce it Kiwi. And I am a book coach, a cheerleader, and a publisher, and an accountability partner all wrapped up into one. And my superpower is, and you probably will find out, I snort when I laugh. <laughs> And I call that my superpower because I used to try to suppress the snort. I used to try to suppress it. I would be in job interviews and be like <laughs> laughing fakely because I was afraid to snort. Now I just let it roll and it's authentic and people remember me because of it. And I've had people connect to me and that is my superpower. <laughs> I think it's awesome. And I think it's awesome because you know what? People try to fake stuff too much nowadays. And it was funny because my son the other day, I, I don't even know what I was complaining about something. And he goes, he goes, hey, dad, just go do you, man. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I love it. I was like, ah, that's the smartest thing I've heard all week. <laughs> so so it's like people like you know screw the fake stuff i mean just be who you are love who you are and and embrace all of that all that goodness right and if Absolutely. for some reason somebody doesn't like it well piss off that's my whatever <laughs> <laughs> that's my take on that <laughs> i like it <laughs> so so yeah well you know you're in this publishing world right and you know you know tell us a little bit about the publishing things that you do do and then you know we were kind of talking about the whole charity angle and and all those things right and you know let's talk about that let's have some discussion around that Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'll give you my brief origin story since you know my superpower now. Um, <laughs> I, I graduated um, with a degree in English from college. So of course I went into IT because that's what everybody does, right? When they're an English major. Mm -hmm. So I um, found myself in IT and actually it worked out well because nobody who's in IT likes to write. So I became a documentation and uh, a technical writer um, I worked my way up to project manager, loved my people. And then one day we had layoffs at work. And my go-to whenever I run into a problem besides my faith, I run to books. And I was like, let me find a book about what to do about this. Didn't find that book. 
decided to write that book, wrote it, told people about it. Me being me, I was like, hi, Jason, I wrote a book. Want to hear about it? And so people started coming to me, Kim, I want to write a book. How did you do it? And me coming from the IT world, I was like, it's simple. There's just 50 steps. Okay, one, two, three. So their eyes would glaze over. And then finally, somebody came to me and they said, Kim, I would pay you to help me with my book. And I'm like, you would. So Side Hustle was born. So I started Kiwi Publishing and I started doing guided self-publishing. So it's sort of like hybrid publishing where the author, it's in their name. Everything belongs to them. It's, it's their book. But I help them with the creative process and getting through that hurdle, which you know about, which is publishing. It, it's a lot of stuff. It's so rewarding, but there's a lot of hard work. And that's what I do. I come in and bring the muscle for the hard work. <laughs> <laughs> the muscle. The muscle. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too funny. <laughs> well, so you're you're connected to some really powerful stuff, right? So you know, how do you how do you see what you're doing today, right? And how it affects the world of charity. I had two charities on. Uh, the show in the last couple of days and both veteran cause charities and you know one's a coffee company and and one is building this massive compound in illinois um to bring veterans in and they can stay for up to a year and um get their life squared away and and all this stuff so how do you see see i call it cause publishing that's what I Oh, I love that. All right. So yeah. that's what I've done with all seven of my books is it's always cause publishing. So I'm publishing for a cause. Um, and, you know, how do you see that world from your viewpoint? Oh, my gosh. I love that. So, yes, it, it, it in order to help a, a, an author, you want to be able to bring them the platform. And when they have a platform that has meaning, that is engaging, that is just so heartfelt, it's like being, um, and I'm sure you've probably heard of this before, being a servant leader, leading with love, mm -hmm. leading with your heart. That makes all the difference. Um, what, I, I work on two different types of books. One is um, uh, personal development books, and children's books. And it's so interesting, Jason, because the children's books, and I didn't intend on this, but I'm so glad it did. It ended up always being cause related. So mm. I worked on a children's book about nut allergies. I worked with an amazing author whose daughter had her, her daughter had normal hearing at birth. And then sometime between the ages of two and three, she lost her hearing. It's a wild story. But late onset hearing loss is what it's about. And so we actually created national the late onset hearing loss awareness week through hmm. a um, co we coordinated with the um, Olive Osmond Foundation, the Osmonds, the, the famous singing family. Yeah, so yeah, we were yeah. able to bring this 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 issue that so many people didn't know about to a greater cause. So related to that and and. I love this. And, and I'm, I'm totally going to borrow this from you, Jason, if that's okay. Doing good <laughs> is good business. That's I right. freaking love that because it's yeah. true. When, when we do good, when we're lit up inside, 
we can do hard things. We can make those connections. We can create the relationships. When we are on fire for our clients, for our nonprofits, for the groups that we support, oh, holy moly. And I, I love um, that you worked with the military nonprofits. Um, I work with a um, wonderful um, uh, uh, group uh, called Synapse, and it's a networking group. And we meet with nonprofits, and there's several um, military nonprofits involved. Um, Tech for Troops is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh. But it's amazing what you can do. And doesn't it just light you up inside when you publish your books and you can lift somebody up? Yes. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. And I mean, oddly enough, I just coined that phrase on this call. Cause what? Publishing. <laughs> Cause publishing. <laughs> we're, we're, we're using that Jason it starts today cause publishing cause publishing.com there it is there we go Boom. <laughs> well I have always like I mean most people don't realize that there's not a ton of money in books right there's just that not so there, there, there really isn't that's not really why you write a book right um, right. I mean, unless Oprah holds it up and goes, hey, go get this book, right? There we go. Reese, call me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? And then Viola, you're a millionaire overnight. But that's not typical, right? So, no, not and so most people use them for authority, all that kind of stuff, right? But, but why not use it to support a good cause, right? I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. You sell 800 copies, and 800 copies creates some cash. It's not a lot of money, but but my God, it's something, right? And yeah. take that and put it towards doing some good, right? Yeah. And that's that's really what matters. Because look, we're we're on this earth for a very short amount of time, right? In the, Definitely. you start go looking at evolution and freaking how slow that works. Holy shit. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Takes a while. Takes yeah. a while. <laughs> so, I mean, that little 80, 90 years we're here, that's like a little blip, right? So, exactly. so I always say this, leave a footprint. Right? Yes. It's about your legacy. It, it's that's right. Um, I can't remember the exact quote, but I remember reading something that said one day, the only thing you're going to leave behind is a memory, you know, make sure it's a good one. And the the good news is through books, we can leave a legacy also of, you know, money. We can, we can tie our books in with a nonprofit and donate to them. We can lift up a cause. We can, you know, we, we leave that footprint that will gosh knows who we will touch beyond us in that ripple mm-hmm. effect. It's just stunning. Um, gosh, I, I work with, um, I worked with a wonderful author. Um, her name is Honesty Liller and she was a heroin addict oh, and wow. she ended up going to a nonprofit called McShin Foundation. It's, it's close to where I'm at in, um, Richmond, Virginia. And, um, she ended up going through the program at McShin and now she's the CEO of McShin Foundation. She went from an addict to being the CEO. She's touching people's lives. 
When I helped her publish her book, I went to the book launch at the McShin Foundation. People were in tears. It was so powerful. That is the kind of thing that's going to resonate and just create like, we, 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 we coined a cause publishing. I think it should be like, um, you know, like heart shocks or something, you know, you know, earthquake that just, that just hearts and minds were changed by that book. It's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday I got to talk, I, I got to talk to on the podcast He's uh-huh. a prior service Air Force, I think he was. And yeah. he's the founder and CEO of Heart to Heart Coffee. Oh, wow. And all of the proceeds from their coffee goes to charity. Oh, that's phenomenal. All, of, all 100% of the sales go to charity. Oh, that's amazing. It's an amazing company. And they're not a, they're not a, they're not a not-for-profit company. Right. Um, right. So they're not a nonprofit, but they give away 100% of their proceeds to charity. It's amazing. Um, That's incredible. And and it, and it just goes to show you how you can use this, uh, this platform of, I think what sparked my brain on brain on the cause publishing thing was yeah. he said they like to do cause marketing. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. So, right. So that's probably what just spun my brain brain up on cause publishing. Um, and his daughter, um, the whole thing was born because his daughter at birth had uh, heart surgery. Oh, and and it was very tragic. It was, there was all this stuff and um, it's an interesting story for sure. But, yeah, you know, it, it's like I tell people and this stat probably isn't completely accurate, but it was at one point. And that is 80% of all charity, charitable donations mm-hmm. come from small businesses. Wow. Not, not from corporations. No not from big machines, not the big machines. It's from small business. And we have to really get back to that community model because we're, we're like in this angry freaking world right now. And it's, I don't understand it because everybody needs to smoke weed and be happy or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Jason, you know what? I think, I think part of, what we do when we bring in this positive energy, because we do have a lot of, I'm going to call it bad juju going on, you know, it's, it's craziness. When we bring in the good energy, you know, it, I I just feel like it, 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 it helps to either filter or chase out some of that bad energy. Right. Because if all you see are bad stories or bad things or people clashing, you're going to have a different perception, but really yeah. there's some amazing people out there in small businesses. I'm not surprised. I was surprised when I heard the stat, but the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, we're the people who are like, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with people every day, talking to people, learning their stories, you know, loving on them. You know, we're going to be the ones who want to lift them up. Oh, I think that's phenomenal. I love the heart to heart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's wow. awesome. I have a surprise. That's why I dipped what? off camera. What? 
my child, my children, my child book uh-huh. is called Radical Polygons. <gasps> right? Oh my gosh. I love it. Oh. There's my polygons. Right there. Right, right. And, oh, I love it. Right? So this was written. I don't know if it says it. Probably does, right? Um, uh, author page. That's my author page. Uh. <laughs> I, I think this was in like second grade. Um, I just stumbled upon this the other day. So this would have been back in the, like, probably 82. Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. And I found it in an old tote. Um, And I was telling Chris the other day, I was like, hey, do you want to do a children's book? It's only three pages, but it's called Radical Polygons. <laughs> and and uh, I mean, it's just, it's oh, 1988. Cop, it even says copyright 1988. Oh, <laughs> look at you. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> that is so cool. That is very uh, cool. <laughs> anyway, well, well, hey, part of the reason why we have this podcast and all this stuff is you know, to, to, to really facilitate business struggles for young entrepreneurs and business owners. So one of the questions I always like to ask guests is, can you share a struggle that you went through, which I'm sure you have buckets of them, um, like most of us do. Um, (laughs) but what is one you could cherry pick out and go, look, this is a struggle I went through. If I could go back and tell my younger self, you know, Hey, you're going to take these arrows along the way, but here's the answer to this particular one, right? What would you choose? Oh gosh, that's such a good question. You're right. I've had a bunch of struggles. I think any entrepreneur could tell you, yep, it's a roller coaster. One day you're like, Mm -hmm. woohoo, I'm doing great. The next day you're like, OMG, what am I doing? I think one of the biggest struggles I had and the thing I wish I had known when I was younger was the power of connections. And I really, I could not be where I am today without meeting amazing people, doing some networking. A lot of people hate doing networking and it's, 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 it's scary going out there and putting yourself out and meeting other people. Um, But it's one of the most worthwhile, beneficial things I've ever done in terms of marketing. Like when I ask people, who want to work with me? How did you hear about me? Uh, almost every time it's, oh, it's some, through somebody I met during a networking event or, oh, I met through a friend of a friend. Putting yourself out there. And uh, uh, another, I'm going to put part B to that part A is um, <laughs> uh, I, I love this expression. Don't plant a garden um, uh, today and expect to eat lettuce tomorrow, which basically means it takes some time to sow those seeds. Don't go to a networking meeting and be like, well, nobody, you know, hired me today, blah, blah, blah. It's about relationships, right? Mm -hmm. It's about people you get to know. And once people know, like, and trust you, they're like, 
hot dang, I would love to work with you. So it, it, it's scary in the beginning, but go out there, get to know people, you know, it volunteer. That's a great way to get to know a lot of great people as well. Yeah. Your network is your net worth. Boom. There we go. That is so is. true. It's very true. You know, yes. it's who yes. you're connected to. I, I live up in the mountains in uh, right outside of Boulder in the foothills, Boulder, Colorado. Nice. And to my right is uh, the former CEO, one of the former CEOs of Oracle. Oh, wow. Um, and to his right, he's a retired general, one of the one of the most premier general contractors in California. Holy cow. To my left, I have the number one programmer for Apple. So when my Macs go goofy, I just go ask him to come fix it. <laughs> and then, and then to the, to the left again is the couple husband and wife that were instrumental in the first builds of IBM software. Wow. And then next to them is the guy that the astronaut that put Hubble in space. Oh, how cool. Your network is your net worth. Net worth. There we go. I get more good knowledge from uh, my neighbor over here every Monday night. Uh, We watch sports, even if there isn't a sport. And it's just my wife goes, oh, what are you guys watching tonight? (laughs) 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 <laughs> love it football's over basketball college basketball's over um and last <laughs> monday it was like well we're gonna watch women's figure skating tonight <laughs> there we go there we go <laughs> really all because he's a he's a prior marine um and all we really do is smoke cigars and drink scotch and talk about military stuff for two That's hours awesome. <laughs> And business stuff. I get great advice from him. Um, And, uh, you know, I've always kind of kept our relationship very uh, non-business mostly, right? Mm -hmm. And then one day we were talking um, and and he goes, we were talking about something. It was something to do with investing and stuff like that. And he goes, well, hey, I mean, I call Warren up real quick. And I was like who? He was like, Warren, Warren Buffett. Right. What? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, whatever. Right. And he flips his phone because he's still got a flip phone because he's old. (laughs) He he flips open his phone and he goes to his contacts and he scrolls down and he goes, Warren Buffett, there's his phone number. And then he goes, you better not freaking be memorizing it and giving it out either. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, one of these days I'm going to come over here and I'm going to call in that favor. Um, (laughs) Because right now, all the betting we've done this year, you owe me a dollar (laughs) 35. And I'm going to cash it in with a call to Warren Buffett. There we go. Oh my goodness. That's wild. So, so, you know, you don't even realize sometimes the the network and I've lived here for five years and I didn't even know that till two years ago. Right. Wow. Because they were just, they were neighbors. It was always neighborly stuff. Right. 
Right. You don't didn't ask the questions. Um, and uh, well, for the football game, it was funny for the Super Bowl game. I had uh-huh. the previous owner of my house was there and he's uh-huh. a tri- triathlete and he was in he's been a three-time gold medalist in three Olympics. Um, oh my goodness. So it was the astronaut, the IBM, Apple, me, Don, the uh, ex-CEO, um, and the contractor. And I have a picture of us all in the same room together. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really oh my gosh. Cool. So. You, you just made me think of something that a friend of mine told me today. And he said, um, don't be the most interesting person in the room. Be the most interested person in the room. Yes. And I think that applies here because like you were saying, you were just being neighborly, you know, you, you mm-hmm. were just like, Hey, I enjoy hanging out with you. This is great. You know, you, you, you asked the question, <laughs> you mentioned <laughs> Warren Buffett. <laughs> right. Like, Holy moly. Yeah. But it, it, that makes such a difference it, to be curious and ask people, you know, smart questions and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, go, Hey, I have an idea. I'd like to bounce it off of you, you know, and, and it, it makes such yeah. a difference to surround yourself with amazing people. So, oh, yeah. that's so cool. I, I always tell people this, if I'm the smartest guy in the room, I'm in the wrong damn room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Because <laughs> like, no I need to be in a room where everybody's smarter than me. <laughs> yes, exactly. You learn so much and it's mm-hmm. just, oh gosh, it's it's an yeah. incredible, it, it's it's like, you know, never play tennis with somebody who's a, 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 a not no always play tennis with somebody who's a better tennis player than you are because then you're going to learn something you know you're going to learn something and i think too instead of getting intimidated um i I have another friend um who said she sat with a group of um i think they were all physicists because her husband is is i think a physicist Mm -hmm. and she sat down to next to this guy who was a nobel prize winner And she sat next to him and they were just talking all night. And her husband was like, you know, he was like, no offense, sweetheart. You know, I love you dearly, but you're not a physicist. What did you talk about all night? And she said, oh, I just asked him about himself and said, you know, if you didn't become a physicist, what would you have done with your life? Just ask people. People are people, even though they're the best of the best there's amazing origin stories and superpowers to learn about. That's right. And they still put their pants on like everybody else every day. Right. Exactly. <laughs> For exactly. Sure. Unless they're in space. Uh, yeah, right. Well, it's funny because, because the first time, so my son's birthday last year, right. Yeah. Um, or might've been the year before. So we walked out and it was space theme. That was the birthday. Thing, oh, right? cool yeah so i doorbell rang i opened the door and there was a big manila envelope sitting there and i opened it up and it's a picture of him hanging off a hubble signed hey barrett happy birthday here are six or eight patches of mine that i wore hanging off a hubble wow so he's got like six or eight patches that are in the picture of him he gave them to my son. That is 
That's so just amazing, cool. right? So one day he's walking down the road with his dog, right? And I've met him several times. And I go, Barrett, there's there's the astronaut. And he's like, that's not an astronaut. Because in his mind, right, he's thinking full suit bouncing down the road, right? In an astronaut suit, right? <laughs> he's like, that can't be him. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's funny how kids brains work right <laughs> it really is but what yeah. a meaningful gift and oh yeah i, I think for sure back to to you know causes is is mm-hmm. imagine how that lit up your son i can just imagine yeah. oh my gosh like and that's sure. part of his legacy now you know mm-hmm. yeah so Scrap- cool scrapbook <laughs> oh so- <laughs> Mama's got the scrapbook. <laughs> For sure. That's right. Yeah. I love it. Anyway. That's awesome. Well, Kim, hey, kind of rounding this whole thing out, um, I like to ask this question, and that is if you could have picked somebody to be here, dead or alive, friend, family, mentor, whatever it would be, right? Who would that have been, and what question would have you asked them? Oh, my gosh. Okay, this may seem a little out of left field, okay, but... Ever since I've become an entrepreneur, I'm addicted to Shark Tank. I'm addicted Hmm. to The Profit on um, MSNBC. Um, I would love to meet Marcus Limonis from The Profit because during his show, he would come into businesses, work with them, figure them out, small businesses, give money, but he wouldn't just give it away. People had to earn it. And he Mm -hmm. always did it with love and with heart. So it's a little offbeat, but Marcus Lamonas, I'm just like, I want to do that. I want to be able to give to other people. I strive to do that now, to give to other people so that they can have an amazing future and just knock their socks off. Yeah, that's very cool. That's yeah. well, I've had everything from Jesus to Gandhi to, to uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> their pet frog. I mean, it's just... I've had a, about every answer, so there isn't a wrong answer. Awesome. <laughs> so, well, hey, Kim, how do people get a hold of you to work with your superpower? Oh, thank you so much. So, yeah, so the best thing to do is to go to my website. It's kwepub.com, P-U-B like short for publishing. So kwepub.com. And, um, yeah, I love to talk books. Awesome. <laughs> I would have never guessed. Right? (laughs) Awesome. Well, Kim, thanks for taking the time out of your busy day today to be here um, with me and be present in my moment today um, in the war room. And, uh, you know, it was a pleasure having you on the show. It was a pleasure talking with you, Jason. Thank you. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you all for tuning in again today on another episode of War Room Moments. And always remember, dream it, believe it, and then go achieve it. I'm your podcast host, Jason Miller, signing off. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.